0: One-on-one, it's me and you, Dungeon Master, don't have a crew, make a move, win a loop, got past the Jews, past the Jews. You have to roll to stay alive. And you're on your last line. You have to roll to stay alive. And you're on your last night.
1: to last life i'm your host paul privateer and also your dungeon master host dungeon master all around friend lover companion uh with me today in the dungeon is no sleeps producer director aficionado uh aj simmons aj welcome to the show again <laughs> thank you for having me <laughs> in the dungeon fall yeah you're, and you're welcome in my dungeon anytime buddy so uh, to be as transparent as possible, I did have AJ and Toll in studio before, but because I am not the greatest host of podcasting ever, I left two other mics on, so we just captured a ton of really good room sound during the course of recording. Are we sure that's not the case right now? Yes, there are only two things plugged into the mixer right now, and those two things are us talking. So Good place to start. Uh, yeah, perfect. I'm knocking it out of the park so far. Uh AJ, Toll, and Alex of No Sleep just recently launched, re- rebirthed. You, all three of you together, gave birth to a brand new version of No Sleep. We did. The newest episode um, I just listened to. This episode is going to come out the very first of November, so you've got some episodes to catch up on by the time this drops. Um, can you can you tell the folks at home like a little bit about what the podcast, what the format's like and why people should tune in. Uh, The new format? Yeah, the new format, yep. Yeah, so for people who may
0: have listened to it before, um, we've kind of went through two... This will now be our third evolution. Uh, The first one was a lot of interviews. Second one was a lot of us just being drunk and talking a whole lot (laughs) with no real general purpose or direction. And then this one uh, still has a little flavor of the uh, no purpose and direction. Simply by dint of having the three people in the room that we do, Toll, Alex, and myself. Um, But this one has a bit more of a structure. We kind of, a little inside baseball for you, we framed it basically off of an old school radio talk show type of thing where we actually have little commercials and everything is sort of segmented out. I kind of built it in mind with a three-act structure of having... You know, we have a little bit of current topics, a little uh, paranormal news, and then a little quizzy quiz by the end of it.
1: uh, I just, I listened to the newest episode today in prep for recording tonight. And uh, quizzy quiz is by far my favorite. They're all good. But quizzy quiz for the name alone (laughs) is the winner of the new new segment for me. That's awesome. I'm definitely going to... Rub that in their face, <laughs> please do. Uh, great, so um, you can check out uh, No Sleep uh, by going to your favorite uh, podcasting so- podcasting source uh, and typing in No Sleep DSM. Should be the first result on there. Uh, and more more plugs later. But for now, we've got a a quest to go on. So I can't wait, man. I I if I had wind chimes, I would I would make some wind chime sounds right now as we transition to uh, the episode of Last Life with No Sleep Zone, AJ Simmons. Don't go anywhere. So, AJ, you're familiar with the setting, but for the audience at home, the uh, the setting that this game takes place in is uh, best described as the frigid, rural, rugged backcountry of the north. Uh, it's a uh, cold, wintry place with tall pine trees, um, snow covering the ground most places. And uh, the town itself, Te Echal, is a frost elf town. It's uh, a port city that primarily relies on fish and um, uh, trapping for trade and goods. So the, the vibe of the town is uh, the people are rugged and hardy, just as the landscape is. And we uh everything that happened in the episode that people won't get to hear did happen that is canon, so uh oh, so we're moving forward from that point oh yeah oh, oh yeah, I was wondering what you would do with this yeah if we
0: were, we were going to transport to like a whole new world or something oh no baby word <laughs> a lot of conspiracy theories
1: well, I'm going to dash all of those immediately uh <laughs> so the uh last the the unreleased no sleep uh, episode has um Cole Cole Brazenbeard. Cole Brazenbeard and Gudger, who uh, ventured out into the frigid north to uh, rescue a lowly ice cream shop owner from a band of goblins. We were successful in doing so and brought him uh, back to his homestead with his wife so he can continue making the best ice cream in all of the frozen north. And we pick up now... uh, Cole has left. He's gone on to do uh, to travel by himself for a while and go out and, and make out on his own. Um, so it has left you, Gudger, um, to hang out in town and pick up work where you can. Um, we find you right now. Uh, you are... So uh, after your adventures with the Carver family, both of you needed a rest. Um, you... Uh, are had headed to the hot springs and bathhouse in town. You find yourself with plenty of time and, and sufficient gold to unwind with your, um, with uh, the patrons of the hot spring and uh, coinage given from the Carver's reoperational ice cream business. So as as Gudger is sitting shirtless in a hot spring, among other. Uh, mostly nude, uh, fantasy characters. There's dwarves, there's elves, there's all kinds of people sitting around here relaxing. Um, A man approaches you and gets into the hot spring kind of a a little uncomfortably close to you. Uh, He's a portly human with long curly hair uh, and overly hairy chest and arm hair, like uncomfortably so. (laughs) And he sits down in the hot spring next to you and he says, uh, "I guess he doesn't say anything to you. He just leans back, um, taking in the the warmth of the water, and closes his eyes and leans his head back." My turn. Yeah, your go. Your move.
0: All right. Does this guy appear to be? Did you say is he a dwarf of some sort?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. No, he is a uh, he is a human man. He's a human male, and uh, yeah, just long curly hair. Um, he's got the, the super, super hairy chest, uh, otherwise relatively unremarkable looking. It's not okay. super beefy. He's got a little bit of a pooch, but that's about it. Relatable. Yeah, right. <laughs> we all know that life.
0: Um, so I'd like to kind of turn to this unknown man and ask him if he's from here. Like, are you from here? Have you been to a hot spring before?
1: I was wondering when you'd speak up, are you the one they call Gudger? As a matter of fact, I am. Ah, Gudger, it's good to meet you. I be Forney Barbosa, uh, and uh, I'm in need of your services. I don't suppose you know where that Cole fellow is? Uh, Cole has left the party. Uh, As
0: far as I know, he has gone off on his own to maybe do some soul-searching, figure out what he wants his next step to be. So, yeah, Cole is no longer around. Just me.
1: Ah, well, that'll do just fine, then. Uh, I'm a trader merchant, and I'm, well, have you know, I'm, I'm one of the finest merchants in town. I've traveled all across these lands and some farther from here. Uh... I, word is in town that you rescued Alan Carver. This place, and he takes his fingers and points, owes you a great debt for that.
0: What, what, what's your business? You say you're a merchant?
1: Yes, I'm a seller of wares, a buyer of things. I, uh, travel here and there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) It sounds sounds just vague enough.
1: Yep, yep. He's being a little bit obtuse. Um... If you're interested in pressing further, you could perhaps make a persuasion roll to try to see if he might open up to you if you're interested in yeah. pursuing that line of questioning. I would. Uh, I'd kind of like to know really what his business is about because right now it's smelling a little suspicious. A d20. That's a good sense of smell you have there. Yes, a d20. So you rolled a 12, and then you look at the persuasion on your character's sheet and see uh, what number to add. Plus four, so 16. Nice. Well, between you and me, uh, I'm a trader in exotic goods, uh, creatures, uh, tokens, artifacts. Uh, I'm a bit of a collector, actually. So is there something you're looking to collect? This time, no. But I do, I am in need of your services. Uh, I'm hosting a party. Many of the tradesmen from my guild... Uh, bring guests to this party uh, in a show of influence and strength. I would offer you 200 gold were you merely to accompany me to this party, enjoy food, drink, and the company of others, and uh, share stories of your trip. I will pay you afterwards and you would be on your way.
0: You want me to be arm candy is what you're saying to me.
1: Yes. Specifically, I would like you to be armed as well. The more intimidating the guest I bring, uh, the more foolish I could make the other merchants feel, uh, especially considering your uh, your reputation around town. Are you afraid of some of the other merchants? No, 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 nothing like that. It's uh, merely a bit of sport and play on there that my friends are more important than their friends.
0: Gotcha. So this... Trying to accumulate some clout, it sounds like here.
1: Yes, I I am a bit of a chaser of clout, you might say. A clout chaser? <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, if I could get to the rescuers of the uh, Master Alan Carver, well then, by golly, I don't know that there's anyone up here that has as interesting a party guest as me. Very true, and you said 200 gold for
0: this uh, this date?
1: Oh, it's, it's not a date. I don't seek any sort of sexual, recipro- sexual reciprocity from you in any way. Um, this is merely a show of, uh, well, my friends are also collectors, and uh, were I to bring someone such as you to this party, they would look at me with quite a bit of envy.
0: Are you sure there's no sexual reciprocity considering
1: how close you're sitting next to me in this completely <laughs> naked spring? <laughs> he he lifts his hand from the from the water and holds out a pinky. I pinky promise.
0: I Pinky promise his wrinkly little uh, soggy pinky.
1: Yeah, you see his, his hands are, he's just full of gilded rings and he's very fancy looking. Very much like a, a gross Russian oligarch sort of like bejeweled and uh, bedazzled motif he has. Uh, then uh, the, the party is this evening, so I, I hope that uh, I haven't disturbed any plans, although you don't seem terribly busy.
0: Yeah, I am, uh, I am laying low right now, that is true, you know, and I guess I'd not really want for gold right now, but, considering my friend has recently left me, might be nice to meet some new people.
1: Very good, uh, I will, uh, I will arrange for, uh, my servant to, uh, fetch you in, uh, oh, let's say an hour before sunset.
0: What time is it right now?
1: Uh it's probably early afternoon. Maybe right. maybe like around noon. Alright. Just make sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, plan in the head. I got a big date tonight.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Big date with Barbosa. What was his first name? Uh Forney Forney. Forney Barbosa. Forney Barbosa. <laughs> Seems like a reputable guy. Oh, <laughs> with that name? Yeah. Obviously. There's definitely a stand up guy. <laughs> There is nothing underhanded at all about this very simple job. Okay. Uh, speaking to Forney, uh,
0: I, I want to say to him, uh, I'd like half the gold up front. If I'm going ah. kn- to... I, I will come,
1: That uh, but that has to be part of the deal. You strike a hard bargain, Gudger, but... Uh, a man such as myself would be remiss to let you go and have one of my other uh, friends perhaps pay you better. So I-, I will agree to these terms. 100 gold now. Hun. My way out of the springs, I'll leave it with the attendant. You may pick it up whenever you choose to leave. Well,
0: that they have an attendant.
1: Yeah. Oh, they have a hot springs attendant for sure. A little, like, pool boy?
0: <laughs> like towel over
1: shoulder. <laughs> yeah, just his days filled with seeing dwarf and halfling penises. It's the worst job <laughs> Great um, Alright Forney uh,
0: I guess I'll am s- supposed to meet you an hour before right?
1: Uh yes and I, I will send a carriage to pick uh, you up
0: Alright well I will await your carriage An hour from this evening Or whatever time it's supposed to be
1: <laughs> Very good It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance Gudger I look forward to our time together this evening and he uh, pushes himself up from the hot spring. Like the camera, I think, is centered in this um, frames, framed both your heads side by side. And he stands up, and now it is your head and a blurred out, pixelated cover of his uh, of his wiener. He steps over the side of the hot spring and and leaves, leaving you alone. Pitter patter. Like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm going to add a pitter patter. <laughs> In post, <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of post notes. Yeah, a lot of post notes. Um, which is, yeah. So I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna make. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you can. Uh, so, how do you spend the rest of your day? Do you hang out? Do you go? Say it's about noon, right? Yeah, you've got pretty much the whole afternoon. If you true. wanted to do anything in particular before the party, it's very true.
0: I. I think i'll spend just a few more minutes making sure the decision i just made isn't (laughs) the worst one of my entire life (laughs) decide that it's not because no matter what it's going to be interesting get out of the hot springs and decide that uh i'd like to stop by because at this
1: point i guess i don't know if you said how long it has been since uh, the Carver? I, I haven't, but I mean, however long you think it's been, it's, yeah. it's not really that important. I, I so. would say
0: maybe like, in my head, maybe like a month or so. So I, sure. I, I want to um, go and get like my sword sharpened, things like that, you know, yeah. just in case. You know, you never know what's going to happen at
1: a party. It might get wild. Yeah, it might get a little bit crazy, a little so, lit.
0: Yeah, so I want to go to the blacksmith and, um, and get sword sharpened, dagger sharpened, things like that.
1: Yeah, so... Uh, you head to the, uh, we do the, uh, (laughs) it's, um, like the Batman transition where (laughs) it's just Gudger's head spins back and forth and, uh, we resume back to you leaving the blacksmith shop. It's much later in the afternoon, probably, uh, you maybe have like a couple hours before you expect uh, the carriage to arrive. And you leave, and you've got your uh, rapier and dagger in your hands, el- excellently sharpened. The the blacksmith talked your ear off about how much he appreciates uh, bringing Alan Carver back, that uh, his ice cream has been missed since he's been gone. So, um, again, the vibe in the town is that uh, everyone is very... Like, people know who you are, because without the Carver's ice cream, I yeah. mean, what else do these people have to look forward to? <laughs> That's all they have to live for. Just, like, preserved cod and frigid cold weathers. This ice cream would bad be nice. Bad soup. Really bad soup. Awful soup. <laughs> this is a great
0: plug for Black Cat ice cream, by the
1: way. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's what we want.
0: Uh, so, there's still a tavern there, right?
1: Yes. Correct?
0: Yes. Okay. Since I have a little bit of time to kill... Um, I do want to stop by the tavern quick, because I want to try to talk to a few people and see what they know about this merchant.
1: Yeah, okay. This Barbosa fella. So, uh, you head over to the tavern, the... Uh, the... Oh, I don't know. Let's call it the the Auburn Mistress. Uh, I'm interested. Yeah. Me, me too. Just kidding. But not so the head into the Auburn mistress in the uh, mid to late afternoon there's a few patrons sitting at the table that are uh, patronizing the bartender the place is mostly empty however the people it's a working town so people tend to work until the end of the day then come in and get blasted um, sort of like a, um, a what would be a similar vibe what's what's that gross bar downtown that people get stabbed at that Dirk always hangs out at. Lime Lounge? No, well... <laughs> <laughs> no, Oh uh, I... Man, I'm gonna... Anyway, Carl's? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's got a very Carl's vibe. Alright, cool, cool, cool. cool, um, cool. Low lighting. Um, yeah. Smells a little weird. But not in a bad way, just different. And um, you might get stabbed kind of and way. And you might get kind of <laughs> stabbed sort of way. So, uh, yeah, so you approach and the, the people sitting at the bar turn as you walk into the room and a couple of them you recognize them from sharing beers with them previously okay. wave at you um, and offer you a seat up at the bar. Okay. I, I, I take the
0: seat. I walk up And you say, I've known these people, or maybe, you know, recognize them at least.
1: Yeah, you may not know their names, but for sure they've probably bought you a pint here or there. Okay. um, Is the Auburn mistress in this group? So she is the the bartender. The the Auburn mistress is named after the barmaiden that works and owns the building. Um, She is Auburn-haired, heavily bosomed. um, Nice. Yeah. (laughs) next. <laughs> yeah, which is great in audio form that uh, we all get to we all get to share that together. Oh, yeah. Uh, we can all paint our own little bit of picture, but we all know what we're thinking. We all know what we all like. <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> Christina Hendricks kind of type.
1: Ooh! Yeah. And uh, she's uh, uh, the same thing, Gudger.
0: Yes, and I will actually get this, um whatever these people want the the people who recognize me and I've talked to you a little bit before
1: hell yeah goger and uh she she takes a, a wooden flagon and puts it under um the uh the cask of ale fills it with ale sets it in front of you and and does the three like flagon handhold thing and uh, fills each of uh the other three hands them out to the other patrons she leans over the uh the bar table very deliberately and uh, says, so what brings you around here? So, and
0: I don't know if I need to roll for this, my intention with buying those people the drinks was hoping to distract them so I could talk to her. Sure. Because I actually want to kind of keep the fact that I'm even going to this party, a little under wraps. Yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? yeah. I feel like I can trust her because she probably sees me more.
1: Even I probably know her better than I know these people. Oh, for and and no doubt these these other patrons would be gossips. And, yeah, yeah. A couple blabbermouths. Yeah. So I think what we could do is I'll just I'll just roll and see <clears throat> how interested they are in in hanging out with you. Um I rolled a seventeen, so they're very interested. Son of a bitch. So they grab the beers and come over and they're just like badgering you with, hey, I heard Cole took down a giant troll out east. Is that true? And they're just like hammering you with stories about uh and questions about your adventures. Um not leaving you alone. Great. <laughs> the opposite of what you wanted, just essentially. Great. <laughs> um I tell them
0: Yep, it's all true. He slayed a troll. Multiple trolls from what I've heard. Um, Multiple trolls. Wow. I... I gotta be honest, though, guys. (laughs) I really need to talk to my friend here, because if I don't, there's no way we're ever going to be able to kill any more trolls.
1: And that's how serious it is, guys. Uh, Roll Persuasion for me at advantage, please you get a second dice and you can with advance oh a 19 I mean yeah you, they they uh, they turn to you with their hands up and they say listen we're, we're all about the troll stories so uh
0: yeah you got it chief uh. I slap them all you know on the back individually maybe a little you know shoulder fist bump kind of thing and I just say, appreciate it, guys. You know, I, I just got to get back to work, you know. Got to keep slaying these trolls.
1: They, they, they turn to, to take seats farther down the bar away from you, and one of them on the end says, uh, Take care with this one, Taylor. He's uh, he slayed a troll. And he winks and then turns back to his friends, and they proceed to talk about sports garbage or something stupid that no one cares about. Perfect Okay, so she still kind of leaned into me Yeah, yeah, very much like in a flirtatious um, You know, bar bar people make money by engaging in conversation And it's keeping true. people's interests So she's just working with what she's got It's working <laughs> it's, I can tell
0: It's working <laughs> I'm getting boned up
1: <laughs> Nothing like getting boned up in the dungeon That's what they say it's Sign on the door
0: um. So, then, in more of a hush voice, I talk to her. And I, I lean in. and I say, "Look, first off, you're beautiful." So oh, gotcha. Now that that's out of the way, <laughs> nice. I need to know. If, what do you know about this Barbosa guy?
1: First, be honest. Firstly, out of character, it would be a really hysterical episode to just do trying to have. Talk through aw- an awkward sexual encounter between two heterosexual guys over a podcast in using our imagination. That that's got to be like a uh, a one a.m. episode someday. But anyway, put so it in the notes, put, <laughs> going in the show notes. Um. Sh- so, sorry, she. What's her name? Taylor. Taylor. Nice. Uh. So. So. Sorry, Gudger. You. Uh, Wanted to speak to me in private. Yes. Is everything okay? Yeah, I um,
0: I got to be honest. I was in the hot spring earlier. A man uh, approached me, sat a little too close. Was kind of just hoping to get him away from me, and I did agree to essentially go on a mandate with this with this Barbosa character who. Seems to be maybe be a bit of a grifter. Um, not sure how shady he is. So I was wondering if you knew much about him before. I I want to know what I'm walking into. Is there a chance that this could be a setup?
1: You're talking about, Forney Barboza. Sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It's Some totally different. Uh. <laughs> oh my God, Gudger. Uh listen be careful with him. He does this, him and his friends every year. They have a they have a big party. And something something horrible happens at this party. The ones that have survived have come out quite rich on the other side, but none of them will speak as to what happens at the party.
0: Do you do you know of any survivors that still live in the town?
1: Let me put it this way. The people that survive have enough money that they don't want to stay. Fuck. (laughs) Oh my god. Gudger, you have to be careful.
0: I already took half the money.
1: You took half the money already?
0: (laughs) It was an insurance
1: policy. Oh my god. No, now you have to do it. Oh, this is terrible. Here, She reaches under the table and pulls out a uh, bottle with a clear spirit in it and um, pulls out a couple small glasses and pours um, the liquid into the glasses, puts one in front of you, and takes a shot herself. What is this? It's the strongest thing I have. You mean me? (laughs) Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. This Sorry. rules. I get to flirt with all my friends <laughs> in a very safe way. This Totally safe. Yeah, very safe. The door is open. Yeah. Uh, leave at any time. You totally can. <laughs> Nothing's locked.
0: Uh, all right. I throw back the spirit. Ooh. sends a shiver down my spine. Um, none of the survivors are left. I'm going to go to the party. I already took half the money.
1: Gudger, <laughs> I'm... I wish you the best, and I hope to see you again.
0: I hope to see you too. In those sweet, sweet... <laughs> <laughs>
1: these these sweet gams are for you, Gudger. They'll be waiting for you. Thank God. <laughs> it's all about the gams. <laughs> it's all about the gams. Uh,
0: but... So, luckily, I had the sword sharpened. Okay, do you, what kind? Of, do you know what? What do people dress up like for this party? Do you know?
1: The, all what? manner of people had a, have attended over the years. It, once a year, it, I guess I didn't realize that it was time, uh, and I didn't. I guess it would be foolish not to ask you and Cole. You are all so prolific around here. They, uh, but all manner of folks Adventurers uh, Tellers of tales uh, The most interesting people Are invited to this party Everyone knows Well not everyone clearly But folks know To not say yes She like, her brow and thinks over the sentence She just said <laughs> Alright Here Take this, and she reaches under the um, the desk and takes out a small vial with a red uh, liquid inside. It's a health potion. <laughs> You'll need it probably, so you can add a health, po- uh, a lesser healing potion to your character sheet.
0: I accept it. Give a slight bow of the head. Taylor, if I do come back, I think it'd be nice to uh, split a an nail and maybe a pint of Carver's Ice Cream sometime. I know you get a lot of guys coming in here probably trying to spit game to you, but I'm just trying to keep it 100, baby.
1: <laughs> You're my main one. It's hot girl summer after all. You're my ride or die. Team. <laughs> <laughs> You're my ride or die.
0: No, but I, I do say that I I, I I would if I do come back, I would like to take her on a date sometime.
1: I, oh, um, yes, please come back.
0: Is she human, by the way? Yes. Okay. Um. Is it? Oh. It, uh, so that I guess this would be a question outside of it. Mm-hmm. Is, is there? Um
1: things are pretty multicultural. Is okay. that what you're asking? Yeah, kind of people, like People aren't... It's so far north, and, like, shit is so horrible most of the time that people don't really have the time to be racist. Everybody's fucking. Yeah, e- everybody. It's just... Doesn't matter it, who. It's just things and holes and places. Great. Is All I needed to know. Kind of the I,
0: vibe. I just wanted to see if there's any potential controversy coming out of this. Um, okay. Great. I um, I take her pretty little hand and kiss it, and then uh, turn and walk out of the
1: tavern. Excellent. So uh, you you walk out of the tavern and note that it is it is getting close to that time, and on cue, a carriage approaches the front of the... Like, you're walking out of the tavern, and a carriage pulls up. It's... Yeah. And a, a woman, she's sort of attractive but in kind of a not attractive way um right she looks i can't tell you how average that she looks and uh she's dressed in like a house uh servant's garb she's got a a a hat on she's a uh an elf uh a, a frost elf and uh she's got like long she's got long black boots and she uh puts the reins down, pulls the horses to a stop and, and steps down from the carriage and as she's stepping down, uh, Mr. Gudger? Yes? Oh, very good. I am to take you to uh, Mr. Forney's. It's a pleasure to meet you. I am Michelle Gettler. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You note how average she looks?
0: <laughs> you are the most... <laughs> Averagely beautiful woman I've ever seen. I, 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 you know, take shake her tiny hand, elf hand, and I um open the carriage, inspect real quick to see if anything's weird in there. Should I roll or something for that?
1: Yeah, you can roll perception. All right. We're looking for weird stuff.
0: Yeah, I just, I kind of want to... Everything seems fishy right now, so yep. I, I want to know if this is one of those things where... Only locks from the outside or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, I
1: gotcha. Yeah, I want to check for that. Wow. A nine plus whatever your perception skill is. It's going to be a ten total. Nice. You do not spot anything out of the ordinary. You note specifically that it looks like the... I mean, there are handles to open the door from the inside. doesn't look to be anything nefarious. In fact, there is a small... A uh, small bottle and a couple glasses, uh, glasses that sit in a, uh, a bucket, um, on the inside of the carriage. All right.
0: I, uh, I say thank you to Michelle Gettler and, and get in the carriage.
1: She closes the carriage behind you and hikes her very average calves and forearms up the side of the carriage. <laughs> And gets into the um, driver's seat of the carriage, and you hear her snap the reins, and the carriage lurches to a start and begins traveling down the street. Yeah.
0: I... Still going?
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. Can I take a break one second just to grab this drink? Oh, absolutely. In fact, if you could get me a natural light seltzer... Thanks. Yeah, shout out to Natural Light, who don't sponsor this podcast, but their Aloha Beaches uh, drink is pretty fire. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's lit, as they say. Nothing brought me more joy when I had the idea to put my Gettler into this and to make him a very plain, average house servant woman. <laughs> I love it. Very average calves. Yeah, very average calves. Nothing of the most. most. I know. I'm sure it will. It's going to hurt him big time. Right in the feels. <laughs> Um, so we're trucking along, huh? Yeah, just trucking along. If there's anything specific you want to do in the carriage or before you get to the mansion, then uh, now's the time. Otherwise, we can just FF, fast forward to when you arrive. Uh, I do kind of,
0: I I don't know if this will be a perception check or something, but, um what way out of town am
1: I going? So, uh, you know that the town sits the southeasterly part of the town is faces the, the inland sea and, uh, everything to the north and, uh, west of the city is wilderness. Um, you you see that the ho- the, ho- the carriage is moving north it's sort of the same road that you took to get to the uh, carvers um, they're in that they have uh, a day's ride out of town so this the same main road that heads north you um, the the carriage is on that same road okay I, I'll, I'll FF from there then okay so you and Michelle Getler um, uh, in carriage back um, take the Old Town Road out north and you know that uh, maybe an hour or so into your journey it's beginning to get dark the carriage makes an abrupt left turn and turns off the main road and heads down a much less well-traveled road mm-hmm. looking out uh, from the carriage, you see that i mean there 's no lights there 's no there 's no street lights or um, there 's a it 's a cloudy sky, so no, there 's not even moonlight. All you see is the uh, orange torchlight from the torches that are on the outside of the carriage, illuminating the um, lightly dusted snowed ground creepy eventually uh, maybe 15 to 20 more minutes pass and um, you see rising in the distance a large single story colonial mansion appear um, in front of you it's tall white columns that are illuminated with braziers around the side and it overlooks it, it's it got a like Mr. Burns mansion sort of vibe to it where it just sits on this imposing hill and looks sure. down um, and you use the carriage turns and begins winding up towards the mansion the carriage stops and uh the uh, the carriage door opens, and uh, Ms uh, Maiden Getler is standing there um, with her hand outstretched to help you down. I
0: take her hand and allow her to help me down and say thank you. And then i I pull out a few gold coins and I ask her what happens what goes on at these parties i'll give you these gold coins i don't know let's say i don't know what the you know yeah, yeah, yeah. what the worth is of some of these things whatever but you know five gold coins
1: five yeah five gold coins would be like uh maybe 150 bucks okay that much um she takes them from your hand and says oh um wow uh sorry i'm extremely poor i could tell obviously
0: by <laughs> and the calves
1: yeah Yeah, I don't have time to stay in shape or take care of myself. Um, You seem like a nice person, and everyone in town talks about you. Just do what they say, and you will be okay.
0: Are you okay? I'll
1: be okay, I think. I just have to work out some personal things. And some calves. And some calves, for sure. They're so scrawny. (coughs) I have like chicken legs She uh, puts her hand on your shoulder And and mouths the words thank you Uh, And you hear the sounds of footsteps On gravel and you see A a man in a like tuxedo Butler tuxedo um, Is walking down Um, Oh Mr. Gudger is it? Yes Uh, Right this way they're expecting you Great so do you, you follow the butler up to the mansion? <laughs>
0: yes, I, I, I choose to follow him up the mansion. Perfect. I ask him what his name is. Uh, Sorry, Paul.
1: No, it's okay. Uh, Jonas. I, Jonas. Uh, do you I've, have any brothers? I have, I have three brothers, actually. <laughs> Shitheads. Uh, they all stayed south. I went off on my own up here and... Sometimes um, it's best to go solo. It, I would agree, but were it not for my employer, but <laughs> never mind the the ramblings of a old fool such as myself. The Mister Barbosa takes very good care of me.
0: That's good to hear. Um, how's the party going?
1: Ah, very, very well. We're just waiting on one more guest, I believe, and then the 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 shindig will get started. Perfect. So he, uh, you, on the word perfect, uh, he takes the last few steps up to the big imposing door. It's probably the nicest place you've ever seen. This door is like 12 and a half feet tall. It's huge, super rich people door. And uh, he takes the knocker and opens the large wooden door, showing you into an expansive foyer inside. Uh, please uh, make yourselves at home, make yourself at home in enjoy. There's, uh, wine and, and cocktails. Uh, I'm sure Mr. Barbosa will be around to fetch you shortly.
0: So are there any other people in the room that I can see beyond Jonas?
1: So beyond Jonas, you see in the room, there are, um, three or four, uh, uh, they're not dressed as fancy as jonas um but there are three or four other like attendants in fancy clothes that are standing with Um, platters of, or not platters, but um, plates of, like, appetizers. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, like, pigs in a blanket. There's, um, like, champagne flutes with drinks. Uh, Aside from them, there's, there's two other swarthy lots that look like, two other people that kind of look and are dressed similar to you, the adventuring type, you might call them. Okay. And they look to be having a conversation amongst themselves. Okay, uh... Can I approach them? Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, I'd like to approach
0: them, and uh, do they seem to be armed as
1: well? Yes. Yeah, so uh, one of them uh, looks to be carrying a great sword on her back. Uh, the other one looks to be uh, just has a loot and a set of. Um, uh, of wind chimes that have like socks on each of the wind chimes so they don't clang on his back on, on her back. Excuse me. It's a pair of women. Oh, um, one of the women, um, she's middle-aged looking. Uh, she has, uh, bright red hair and she looks quite formidably strong. Like you see, um, corded muscle on her neck and shoulders and, uh, her exposed arms. Like she's, she's jacked. The other woman uh, has a very close, almost bald, shaved head, and she has a tattoo that runs along the center of her head um, at the front and goes all the way past, uh, past her shirt, disappearing behind her clothes. Wow. Um, and she, the, the one with the close-cut hair is the one with the, uh, the lute, and the one with the muscles and the red hair has the great sword.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I walk up to them and ask... uh, What brought you guys here?
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) You startled me, kid. Hey, uh, did you get invited by some weirdo, too?
0: Yes, in a hot spring, as a matter of fact. Uh, Ever been to a hot spring?
1: Not in this town. It's (laughs) It's not great. No. It's, It's gross here. Oh, sorry. Uh, Sydney. She reaches out a hand to shake your hand.
0: I shake it back, firm. What's your name? Gudger.
1: I. Uh, oh, you're Gudger. Okay, I figured you'd be taller. Ouch. Sydney, don't be such a bitch.
0: <laughs> I don't have my lifts in right now. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be taller. Oh, my good
1: boots. Ignore her. <clears throat> my name's Alice. Alice Jane Simmons. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's very nice to meet you, Alice. <laughs>
0: Very nice to meet you. Shake her. Also, a little less firm, but a firm hand.
1: But soft hands. Yes, soft hands. You Um, she, she says. Uh, so, so you got asked at a hot spring?
0: I did. Yeah, I've been taking a little time off after some previous adventures with an old colleague of mine. Um, saving the Carvers. I don't know if you know them.
1: Or oh, uh, what is it? Um, Gray Fox ice cream. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Are, are you guys from around here? Uh, we've, uh, and this is, um, uh, Alice that's speaking to you now. Okay. We've, we've been in town for a few months now doing odd jobs here and there. Who, who was the person that
0: approached you?
1: Oh, he was, uh, some elf. was way old looking. He was hitting on us. It was weird. Uh, Sounds extremely weird. old he had a long beard, and he had a bunch of piercings. It was troubling. What about you?
0: Um, some guy named Forney Barbosa. <laughs> Maybe the hairiest, shortest man I've seen in, in a hot spring, at least.
1: Yeah, I've heard of him. He's, ugh. yeah But the pay is good, so we're here. Absolutely. Um, what- you know this is a total trap,
0: right? It kind of feels that way, I've been trying to get a little bit of a temperature on people from the town and no one seems to want to talk. Do you guys know anything beyond that this absolutely feels like a trap?
1: We asked around before we arrived and everyone said the same thing, that a few people go to these parties and only a handful leave, and the ones that leave are, they leave with so much money that they don't end up sticking around.
0: What do you think they're going to do to us?
1: (laughs) I don't know what people with this kind of money do, but, uh, well, it's paying better than the other stuff we've been getting in town. And, uh, if you shoot for the stars and land on the moon, that's something, right?
0: That's really deep. What?
1: I was in a band.
0: (laughs) I can tell (laughs) (laughs) what, uh. What brought you guys here, like, to, to this town? You see you've been here for a few months. Um, are you warriors of some type? Adventurers?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm a bard. Nice. And I'm a killer of everything. Yeah, we know, Sydney. <sighs> yeah, we have looking for work. It's, we heard that the pay was good up here, so we came out, and it turns out it's about as good as everywhere else. Which is not.
0: So once you got that offer, then it was kinda of something you couldn't refuse?
1: It was pretty much an offer we could not say no to.
0: An offer he can't
1: refuse. What was that?
0: Oh, sorry. Godfather. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> oh, I've heard of that tome. It's an excellent the first two are the first one is amazing. The second one was okay. The third one was terrible.
0: It's true. Never watch the third (laughs) one. Never read the third one.
1: You're not you're not missing much. (laughs) Not missing much at all. Um, have you seen that the
0: the old elf since you've been here or since you talked to him last?
1: No, we've just been sitting in this foyer getting drunk and eating these awful pigs in a blanket.
0: That sucks. Have you seen anyone else? Any other beyond us three and the weird butler?
1: Oh, Jonas? Oh, Don't ask him to sing either. It's not all that it's cracked up to be. No, I haven't, uh, we haven't seen anyone else, just these stoic manservants. And that, say, when you were brought here, were you picked up by an incredibly average-looking woman of no discernible report?
0: I couldn't have described her better, yes.
1: I was just wondering. She just seemed so bland. Like,
0: scary, average.
1: Yeah, frighteningly average.
0: No, that's absolutely the same person I was picked up by.
1: And at the words picked up by the door, the loud door swings open again, and in walks a, uh, a thin, spindly, tall dragonborn in full plate mail. He's got a scar across his uh, forehead, and he carries a battle axe across his back. And he says, I heard there were drinks. That must be the other one we've been waiting on.
0: Do you guys know him or her? Whatever.
1: Uh, I don't know. They, I guess, is the proper. You're right. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Uh, No, we don't know them. Uh, Sydney, I'll figure this out. Hey, you fuck boy. Oh, Jesus, Sydney! Alice puts her hand up to her head in embarrassment. Uh, The dragonborn looks over and a a smile creeps across his face, exposing long, needly teeth. And he saunters over, very uh, verbose and gratuitous. Like he's really showing off. Really strutting his stuff. He's really strutting his stuff. Strutting their stuff. There, excuse me. Uh, Sydney assumed the. Ge- I did. Anyway. Uh, so, so uh, uh, he approaches. Are you here for the party? We sure are. Name's Felix. Felix Sprouse, the biggest badass in this town. I could tell when you walked in. People say that about me, you know. Say who are you? I haven't seen you around.
0: I'm Gudger. I also haven't seen you around or heard of you, Felix. Have you heard of me?
1: He uh, his smile turns to a flatlined frown, and his 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 lizardy brow furrows. I suppose I have heard of you. It's good to meet you, Gudger. Uh, Alice speaks up can we stop the dick waving for a second no (laughs) yes Felix did you get picked up by a very average looking woman and uh, Felix turns oh no I walked here I was going to be picked up by some lowly tart okay sorry never mind walked all the way here (laughs) (laughs) Who did, uh... Did you get asked by some creepy old man or some short, hairy guy? Oh, no. Uh... Alizar was his name? Seemed like quite the to-do. I, uh... Suspect he must be some kind of magic user. I felt his presence when he walked into the room. And I'm normally not one to be intimidated by anyone. could do an ocular pat-down of almost anybody. And assess situations, and I knew right then that he was not to be trifled with.
0: Alizar, Alizar, do either of you know that n- name? I, I, I ask. Uh, and who was the other Sydney. one? Sydney. Sydney.
1: They they turn to each other and shake their heads. No, we've never heard of that. Ah, uh, ours. What was his name? What was his name? Long beard, wizened eyes. Uthun something. Damien Uthun. Yes, yes, Damien Uthun. Um, yes, I, I hadn't seen him around town either. The, the one that I had known of was Barboza. These other two were a bit of a, a mystery.
0: Uh, I turned to... what uh, I'm sorry, what's the dragonborn's name again? It's okay. Uh, Felix Sprouse. Felix Sprouse. I turned to Felix and asked... Have you seen Alizar since that initial conversation?
1: No, he came up to me. I was in the, I was in the hot springs, and Makes uh, sense. Were you asked in the hot springs? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, the, two, the, um, the two women make uh, grimace, grimaces, and uh, not the tall purple McDonald's character, but like the <laughs> face. Their face turns to a grimace, and uh, just needed to make sure I clarified. And uh, they, they visibly look repulsed at the sound of uh, hot springs. Fair enough. I turn to
0: or walk to the nearest servant, like the people holding the plates of appetizers. Yep. I take a pick in the blanket, pop it in the mouth.
1: Then. It's, it's very average. It's not that good, but it's not terrible.
0: Yeah. You know, it's like almost probably from a freezer bag of some sort. Yeah. Like a. Not impressed. Sir Tostino's or something. <laughs> Banquet or uh, <laughs> one of those <laughs> brands. Um, And I ask the the, the servant, where is everybody? We're all here. All the people who seem to have been invited are here. Where are Alizar, um, Barbozo, and and, Uthun? Uthun? None of these people are here. We're just standing around like dicks.
1: So I would ask you to be calm. The masters will be here shortly.
0: Hmm. I go back to the group, and I say, "Yeah, I don't know if I want to wait anymore. I think we should try to figure out what's going on. Like, let's just storm one of these rooms or something." Where, where do you think everything?
1: Felix is? smiles and says, "Yeah, fuck yeah." I say, "I say we come in here, take everything that we can, and get the fuck out." And Sydney and Alice look and say, "I don't know if that would be wise, considering you just said that the man you talked to." Seemed like a very powerful wizard. I don't know if we should just go robbing this place, Mr. Sprouse. Oh, well, the the boy's got a point. Uh, You know, we're just here with our dicks in our hands. Um, We do not have dicks. And on the word dicks, a door opens on the uh, opposite side of the foyer, a, uh, a another large double door I don't know how many expensive mansions you've ever been in but imagine one you've seen on TV right they've right. got this expansive foyer and the doors there's, door, there's a door on your left and a door on your right and it's not just a simple door like what we have in our house they're these big grandiose yeah. double doors and these two double doors fly open um, and uh, to your right you see three men in uh, purple robes um, you recognize one of them As Mr. Barboza By the amount of chest hair That's peeking out over his cloak uh, But the other two Look to be the similar To the, what uh, the people you've met Described um, Barboza throws up his hands Welcome everybody Welcome It's so good for you to be here uh, My name Is Forney Barboza And these are my best friends. Merchant Alizar. And the, uh, uh, there's a, there's a man to his right, purple cloak, uh, older, but not ancient looking. Uh, he's got copper, uh, copper skin. He's an elf. He's got like long pointed ears, white, long hair. And he's, uh, got a very lean, um, hunched over uh, look to him. like He's spent his life hunched over a scroll. Um, and he he simply nods his head at the address. Very well, Alza- And, and, yeah. Uh, Master Damien Uthun. And um, on his other side, another elder-looking elf, the long beard, a, a bit older. Uh, you can see, like, deep creases in his forehead and, um, wrinkles on his face, uh, a very long, uh, fierce beard, very wise-looking eyes, and he has piercings all along his eyebrows. It is good to meet you all. Welcome to our celebration. Yes, yes, I couldn't have said it better myself, Master Uthun. Welcome to the celebration. Now, if you'd all join us in the dining room, we can get this party started." And they both, uh, all three of them stand to the sides of the door and motion for you all to walk inside. What are we celebrating? I don't go in yet. As a, I, want... I think, yeah. So, do you say that? Yeah. The other two, uh, so Sydney and Alice stand still. Good. Similar instincts to you, but Felix immediately like starts walking, and at your sentence he stops, Yeah, yeah, what are we celebrating in here? Uh, and Forney, uh, all three of them begin very loudly cackling and laughing to themselves. <laughs> why another year of profit and success? Uh, me and my compatriots have had another wildly successful year, and we wish to celebrate with the very best there is up in the frigid north, which is why we have invited you, very interesting people, to our party. Now, please, if you'd be so kind, enter into our dining chamber so that we may begin the celebration. All right, I... celebrated good times. Come on!
0: <coughs> I hate that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> it was well done. Thanks. <laughs> I, uh... I decide to then breeze past Lazar and walk into the alleged dining room.
1: Okay. So... You walk into the dining room and you see a extremely long and extremely fancy wooden dining room table that has you in quick count guess 20 chairs on each side of the table. There on one side there's a hearth with the fire rolling um, and on the table is the fanciest spread of food you've ever seen. Uh, pecking duck, um, ham, other food that rich people eat. (laughs) There's potatoes. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, Literally the nicest, fanciest spread you've ever seen. And uh, immediately, Felix uh, brushes past you and heads and sits down and starts just like wolf putting food into his face.
0: I... I'm a little suspicious that there might be something with the food. Like, maybe poisoned or tampered with or something like it all it all looks too good like maybe tainted with magic or something like that Mm -hmm. um can i roll to like see if sure so detect magic yeah so
1: um arcana would be like to look and discern the magical properties of a thing okay so that would be and if but if you're looking for like is this poisoned oh yeah when you go say hi to mom uh if if you're looking to see if it's like poisoned you would Roll perception because that's you're not really looking for the same things.
0: Hmm, fair enough.
1: Um, unless you're looking for magical poison, and <laughs> that this is an entirely different scenario. Uh,
0: yeah, I do. Um, I, I just want to check for poison at this point. Actually, I'm not that really worried about the magic. Okay, for all I know, they could have used the magic to make the food or something, whatever. Sure, that might not, might not even be an issue. It's like Hogwarts, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah,
1: roll perception. Yes. Yes, please.
0: Perception.
1: Oh, a crit. Dude. Nice. All right. Well, this will make things interesting. So, uh, AJ rolled a 20 on his perception check, which in my games mean critical successes are always successes, regardless of how difficult you succeed doing what you want to do. Uh, you note know that the food is obviously... Uh, something is wrong with it. You see there is a, um, like a heat haze that you would expect to see on a long, like desert uh, road mm. emanating off of the food. Um, and yeah, you just see Felix is just shoveling it in his face. And, um, you see that, uh, around his mouth is that same sort of haze. Mm.
0: Uh, I, I turn to
1: Allison, Sydney, or uh, Uthun, Alazar.
0: Actually, I think I like turning to Allison, Sydney, better. Uh, turn to them I mean, in a hushed voice, under my breath. I say, "There's something wrong with the food." Um,
1: Sydney whispers back, "Yeah, no shit, it's not kosher." <laughs> also, this is—they're for sure trying to poison us right now. Right. If we don't eat, we might alert them to suspicion, so maybe we should just play it cool and not stuff our faces? Yeah,
0: let's all sit down, make a plate, but let's keep them talking and almost find a way to make them not notice that we're not actually eating yet, but more just moving the food around and things like that.
1: Good idea. Okay. All right. Let's try this. So, uh, Alice and Sydney walk past you and go and take seats next to each other. Sit down, and they begin plating up food on on their plates. Uh, following behind you, the three masters go and sit down. Um, they're they're sitting close to the people that they asked. So, it looks like. Uh, uh, Alizar is sitting next to Felix, and uh, Uthun is sitting next to um, Sydney and Alice. Uh, and every, I mean, you know, it's this huge table, but people are sort of sitting towards the middle. And uh, um, Uthun and Alizar are making lively conversation with Felix. And um, you're kind of left standing at the entrance of this room, and you hear a voice from behind you. Would you please catch take your seat, sir? one of the stoic attendants comes behind you and you feel his hot breath on right. your neck. Ah.
0: <laughs> Get away from me, freak. <laughs> Fuck you. I, um, I decide to go take a seat by, uh, Barboza. Yep. You, okay. Yep. And then I, uh, sit next to Barboza and I ask him, how's the food?
1: oh the, the 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 food oh it's delicious, and you can see he's taking like handfuls of like chicken and ham and just like gorging himself on it. His beard is covered in uh food particulate and um it's just gross. You see the same haze emanating from his uh li- the corners of his mouth and on his lips okay. as he's talking to you and like like almost spitting on you he's so boisterous and obnoxious. When he talks, okay. Oh, it's delicious! Please, um, try try the potatoes; they're to die for. Ha <laughs>
0: Great. <laughs> as I as I wipe uh, the food off the side of my face, um, I ask him, "What are the plans for the rest of the party? Is it, is it just dinner, or uh, is, uh, is there
1: going to be dessert?" Some after-party activities. Gudra, I knew when I asked you to come to this party that uh, I was asking the best, and I was right. Yes, there uh, we will eat the main course, we'll have dessert, and then a bit of a friendly competition. Nothing terribly dangerous, not dangerous to someone such as yourself that rescued Alan Carver from the clutches of the uh, goblin clans. (laughs) And who
0: will be competing in this competition?
1: oh it <laughs> would not become of the host to compete in any sort of competition with his guests why uh you all will be uh competing
0: okay um and at that point, as I continue just to fork and spoon my food around the plate not eating it I um I look to see if
1: Alice and Sydney heard what he said you know what I mean yeah, yeah so. Let's see what their perception is. So Alice rolls a 19. She's pretty good. Um, But Sydney rolls a four. So she's she's sort of trying to make small talk with this other weirdo she's sitting next to. But maybe Alice is sitting closer to you. And you catch her. You both lock eyes in somewhat recognition of her hearing exactly what it is he said.
0: Okay. Um... What kind of competition will this be? Now that I've kind of locked eyes with her, and at least I know that she's listening or overhearing a lot of this, asking Barboza, you know, what kind of competition?
1: Oh, uh, uh, it's, um, uh, when, when, when I was, when I was a young lad, uh, we, we played a game called Sardines. And you would uh one person would be the seeker, and they would go out and find that what was hidden in the house. So we had a, a large estate, my family, and bred horses, and uh, my siblings would go and hide and I would go and find them, and um you and, and uh my friends guests will all be uh uh going around our the, the lovely grounds here and and um going on a bit of a scavenger hunt. Ooh.
0: What will we be looking for?
1: <laughs> My boy, if I... If I spoil all the surprises, well then, there's no surprise. Needless to say... Decent logic.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. but These sweet potatoes are... And he hands you a bowl of sweet potatoes, and I think we, the camera zooms in on this shot framed of just you, Gudger, in frame with the tall chair behind you, uh, a plate of steaming food in front of you with that slight haze coming off the top of the potatoes, and we get a look of revulsion on your face, And then maybe your eyes lock eyes to the camera and the camera goes black. And that's where we'll take our first break. So everyone, uh, don't go anywhere. We'll come back to uh, the Dinner for Schmucks (laughs) starring the...
0: I literally just watched this movie like a week ago and I was like, is this about to be Dinner for Schmucks?
1: It (laughs) kind of is. So uh, stay tuned for more of that. We'll be right back. That's fantastic.